0: Aka powers, welcome to my podcast, the Film Buff. Uh, I'm I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, and yes, if you if you don't know from the title, Film Buff means uh, we talk about movies, we talk about a lot of movies, and I'm just going on the run here, like post the 31 Days of Dread. Uh, that's where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. But this this past October, it really, it relatively, took me four months to complete. Those 31 movies, we, we kind of pushed it close towards 40 movies. I think it's 41 episodes in all, including the, the prep episode and the aftermath episode, which would be episode 539 of this podcast. A couple show notes for you to open everything up. We're we're right in the aftermath now too of the Oscars. The Oscars just happened. Uh, everything always, but once. Uh, whatever the heck that movie's title is, it's it, it won everything it was supposed to win. Uh, it's down in history now as one of the most awarded histories in cinema. Period, or the most awarded movie in cinema, and the movie's uh, mid. The movie's, uh, it doesn't even hit home. The movie's not even an easy home run. There's a movie made by the Wachowskis called Cloud Atlas. I highly recommend Cloud Atlas over this one. Uh, I just don't see a lot of merit, uh, in gimmick movies. And, yeah, everything, always, all at once, whatever the heck it's called, is not an Oscar-level movie. It's not even close. It's uh, frightening, and it's scary because we, we are dealing with the full collapse of not, not just the Academy, but the taste of the Academy. The taste of the Academy is no longer relevant. Moving on, uh, you know, I got I got caught watching this movie. I got uh, The Accused, Nineteen. Uh, what year is it? 1993, 1994, 1988, I'm sorry. 1988, The Accused, starring Jodie Foster budget 13 million, box office 92 million. We like that type of return brought to us by Paramount Pictures. Before we get into the movie, I just want to say we we know how much I love music and I love the scores of movies. Brad Fidel, he's our composer. Brad Fidel has had a raw deal when it comes to projects in Hollywood, he gave us terminator 2 judgment day he's the guy that it really really nailed the terminator theme and 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 delivered one of the all-time themes in cinema history period uh the terminator terminator theme is as prevalent in culture as the star wars music it really is but after terminator 2 judgment day you think he would go on the run uh you you would imagine he would get Every single big movie, or you know, at least two tentpole movies a year, and it doesn't quite go that way for him. He's he's a career guy. He's he's worked his entire career in Hollywood. A lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. His next relevant movie, next to Terminator Two, Judgment Day, is also James Cameron's True Lies. Watch, you guessed it, amazing score, amazing theme, amazing. Uh, it's just good through and through. But Brad Fidel, yeah, this would be his. You can argue this is his second biggest movie because I would kind of say T2 Judgment Day, The Accused, uh, or (laughs) The Accused and True Lies would be number three. But this movie, I I remember when this movie hit. And uh, yeah, good. This is another feature that I caught on late night television, just watching movies by myself, drawing at my parents' house, mostly in their basement. Uh, As I would often do. Uh, You know, that was a little bit of my process. Like growing up, I would literally try and watch a movie, try and get inspired, try and get like that dopamine going, and then go draw then go create Uh, and sometimes i would be in front of the movie sometimes i wouldn't uh i spent a lot of time listening to movies because my drawing table was almost like in another room in our parents basement and the tv was in you guessed it the 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 opposite room (laughs) so it it just makes it uh a little bit more complicated uh when you learn about movies because you know you don't really have the visual sometimes but i got very good uh very young at just being able to almost like subconsciously follow what's happening in the movie and i feel like you pick up more when you listen to a movie versus when you watch it but yeah i called the accused and kind of had the same reaction watching it recently what and, and keep in mind the accused is one of the like, you kind of have to go back and remember, like, newspapers, TV segments, it's, uh, you know, like, programs like Entertainment Tonight, where you would only get, like, a couple dribbles of a movie. And it, it, and if a movie had word of mouth, it usually came from, like, your parents and, and people around you. And I, I pretty much remember my grandmother, talking about uh how this movie was like in the news and and uh, it was violent and and it was sexual and it shouldn't kind of be be seen uh you know like only the adult of the adults could see this movie so of course like when it comes on cable i say on cable i i'm i'm just you know like just excited because this is not also a movie you would go right from the cable i mean right from the video store like you, you would not waste the time going back and forth to the video store to get a movie like the accused but all of it too like like it was all about jodie foster the scene blah 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 and this what this movie does and if you all know about the plot the, this is somewhat based on a real life case of a girl who's who's gang raped in the bar and she goes on this vision quest. She she goes on this quest. She will not be denied. But she she wants her accusers brought to justice. And this movie ebbs and flows in if that's going to get done or not. Because everyone who who was a part of the rape goes to jail relatively early in this movie, and then we have the people that cheered on the rape. And that's the real that's the real plot. That's like the, the trial, the tribulation. That's, that's uh, you know, Atlas fighting off the eagle. You guys know what I'm saying. Uh, Atlas fighting off the eagle was a... <laughs> that's a bad analogy. But it's it's the David versus Goliath. That's what I was thinking of. It's, it's the David versus Goliath aspect. But then we get Jonathan Kaplan. He's our director. Kaplan, again, just like Brad Fidel, career guy. But Kaplan has... Movies that I like. In his filmography. I had no idea. He did the Matthew Broderick. uh, I'm going to take a monkey. Project X. He's done unlawful, uh, Unlawful Entry. Which we like. We like Unlawful Entry bad girls 1994 yes the all-girl cowgirl movie 94 before things you know are the way they are now i mean if they if they made bad girls now what would people say uh right like i kind of feel like we gotta talk about (laughs) we gotta talk about that but yeah and my other fascination with thinking about this movie is how would the accused be looked at today it's interesting. It's interesting if this movie came out today. It's also interesting if this movie won Oscars today. Because this was the first of Jodie Foster's two Oscars. She would later win for Silence of the Lames. The last movie, I believe, to get uh, Best Actor and Best Actress uh, side by side. Maybe the last. Uh, I would have to double check that. But yeah, what would the accused... How would that be received today? That's a very important question. It's a, it's an important idea to let permeate when you're watching this movie because this movie is nothing but a recommendation. And it's also a good track if you want to get into the fascination with like a procedural courtroom drama which is really everywhere in entertainment today people are locked into that type of thinking people are locked into that type of entertainment and it's not going away anytime soon but we love watching court cases unfold or watching the legal system unfold within a drama and this movie was 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 kind of there because we got a lot of these in in the late 80s and and you know, and throughout the 90s, really kind of uh, cresting, uh, cresting, like a wave crest. Uh, what am I saying today? But the, the peak really going into the 2000s where we had just endless TV shows uh, just really milk what that formula was, but we get, we get an early entry in some of that, and this movie was popular enough to, you know, capture people, inspire people. And all that. And it's it's a full recommendation on that. It's a full recommendation on seeing uh, what a true act- actress can do with her material, Jodie Foster. We also have to give a little bit of a shout out to our Top Gun girl. Kelly McGillis is in this movie. This is also her her second greatest movie. She is amazing in this. She plays the lawyer that is sticking with her victim. Uh, through all of this uh the lawyer too as these stories like to to do the the lawyer too is under fire it's not just the victim it's also the lawyer and and like i said like this movie hits all of those tropes but it was also of a time where these tropes weren't so prevalent uh a lot of the courtroom uh drama the courtroom idea died uh again being a little bit uh, less um substantial in the 40s and the 50s Uh, those were two decades that had a lot of these types of movies but when the courtroom drama came back it just never went away uh just like star wars and i guess we're we're the worst for both of those scenarios but this movie it's it's a great case study it really is uh it's it's a great study of career directors actors tom toper our writer he's uh you know he's got actually he's 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 got like a uh, you know awards for plays novels he's known for the the courtroom drama he's known for that type of storytelling again a career telling those types of stories and you know Jody Foster seasoned and career uh you know big shout out to for Jodie Foster who has become a, a, a good, decent, prominent director. I would let Jodie Foster... Jodie Foster should direct a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Just give her one. She she can do it. And they, I'm only saying that just because uh, we all know the MCU needs some fresh blood on the other side of the camera because uh, they got nothing but talent in front of the camera. But yeah, everyone, uh, not my typical movie to discuss. The reason is because... Uh, You know, I really want to embody and live up to the idea of the film buff, and a lot lot of this stuff is me discussing uh, how I meander in my my viewing, and I'm not, I don't want to be bound to chasing some of these trends anymore, even though it's fun, and I'm having nothing but fun diving into Shazam, I had nothing but fun diving into everything Black Panther for Wakanda Forever, Uh, so... The next episode we're doing, episode uh 541, is going to be The Fugitive, right? It's not Shazam. I'm doing Shazam later. Uh, I might just uh, schedule a couple episodes to drop this coming Saturday, which is one day from now, one full day from now, because it's going to be St. Paddy's Day, uh, you know, I can schedule them to drop during the day, so, you know, maybe people have time to uh, catch some of them at night. But Shazam really is not getting social media traction at all. Uh, I found that out through my YouTube videos. Uh, people are just not interested in it. But the character itself is absolutely fascinating. And yes, uh, Creed 3. Uh, I did see Creed 3. I did want to discuss some of that with you. That, that movie's sitting with me because it's just a little, in my, in my view, it's a little bit all over the place. But this movie is a straight-up recommendation. I can't recommend it enough, and it's good to put yourself uh, in the time that this came out. And just just understand that courtroom dramas weren't big. Jodie Foster wasn't Jodie Foster yet, and we have nothing but veteran, uh, season talent around this movie. And the movie, the movie flows. The movie is uh, like I, I don't want to say like perfect, but it is so well made. It's just there, and it's it's amazing when you watch everyone hitting on all of their cylinders while making this this flick. So it it is a little bit of of a study in that. In-studio filmmaking, by the way. So rock and roll people, aka Pad, the film buff, we're getting it done. We're doing more. I love you guys. Goodbye.